Hey everyone, welcome to Garage Talk. I'm Conrad, let's go. Hey, I'm Ted, it's time to rock and roll. Very special guest tonight. Yeah, this evening we got Andy McCord with us. How we doing, man? Hey guys. Hey Andy, uh, we, uh, we're very, very excited to have you on, man. Uh, could you do us a favor and, and give our listeners a little bit about your background? Yeah, sure, absolutely. I, uh, graduated from Marion in uh, 91 and started uh, my career in radio back in 1995 in Elwood, Indiana, uh, WLHN back in the day. And then uh, was uh, over the Elwood stations as an operations manager and uh, also WERK in Muncie. And then uh, progressed, uh, came back home to the Marion stations and worked there for a while and Spent time up in the Wabash and Peru area doing uh, things up there and then back to Marion. And then as recently as uh, December of 2021, started my own radio stations and got two music stations up and going. And starting next week on the 17th, we've got our Action Sports Network that's going to launch. And we're excited about that for sure. That's cool, man. That's pretty cool. Uh, What kind of music uh, station? Uh, We have a... Yeah, we have a station that's called Gospel Praise Radio. Okay. Uh, it's gospel music. And then uh, that that was basically created on the heels of a show that I used to have on uh, a former station that I worked for and that I did on Sunday mornings. And that show got canceled. And, and then it was like, okay, well, you know what? I'm just going to start a 24-7 station. Um, and that was I uh, did that show for seven years and was blessed enough to win a national award uh, for that show from the Singing News Magazine. And I uh, got a lot of national recognition for that show, and then we started Gospel Praise Radio. And then on April 20th, we launched our second music station, which is Radio 80s, which is a kid of the 80s, growing up in the 80s, love the 80s music, so a lot of 80s pop hits and rock hits that we play on Radio 80s. I love 80s hits, man. Well, yeah. Yeah, it, 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 it's, just a, it's just a fun station. It's just a fun format. Yeah. The 80s were the golden age of music videos. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, it, 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 MTV MTV just celebrated their anniversary, and it's like, hey, happy 40th anniversary, MTV! Thanks for 11 years of playing music videos. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now it's all reality. Yeah, yeah now it's Teen Moms Two or something. Yeah. Like that, so, now, now, let, let's jump back there, Andy. What what what's the first video you remember on MTV? Oh wow! I mean, the, the first one they ever played was the Buggles video killed the radio. Uh huh. That was that was the very first one they ever played. Probably the one that really got my attention was Thriller. Uh, okay, it just yeah, just such a great video, and uh, you know Michael Jackson was just you know he was pretty awesome back then, and and yes, I had the jacket and the gloves. So, you know, <laughs> I, I think everybody I, I, did, <laughs> and I could moonwalk. I, yeah. You know, I'm 49. I don't know that I can moonwalk anymore, but I used to be able to. So. I had some pants with zippers, man. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. My, mine was uh, Billy Idol's uh, White Wedding. I remember that one in Dire Straits. Dire Straits, Money for yep. Nothing. Money for Nothing. Money yeah. for uh, Nothing. Uh-huh. And Duran Duran. Oh, yeah. And today it's Duran Duran Appreciation Day today. Oh, is it really? Wow. It is. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know why, but, but it was. So, <laughs> like, hey, cool. so. That's awesome. Danny, tell us a little bit about your family. I'm married to a beautiful woman, Andrea. She is uh, actually an audiologist, has a practice in Grant County, professional hearing care, has an office in Warren as well. Uh, We've been married for two years now, and uh, just a wonderful woman. And then we have our fur babies. We have four dogs. We have Chloe, Daisy, Livy, and Louie are our dogs. And then we have a cat, Selena Kyle, as in... Catwoman from Batman. So, yeah, <laughs> awesome. Uh, yeah, those are our, those are our those are our babies. So. Oh my goodness, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. go ahead, man. Well, as I said, I've been telling Conrad. I said I can remember listening to you on the radio when you were at the Marion stations so many times. Just just when I was driving home from maybe a ball game or something, and just very very knowledgeable. You you've seen way more than we've seen put together so you know you know 
you know, Ted, that's a, that's a uh, you know, I appreciate that comment. And, and, you know, the thing with me is, you know, growing up, I, I became a huge sports fan. I, I started, I was in third grade, and so 1981, I was in third grade, and I broke my foot, actually. Um, and, you know, missed, you know, missed some time at school and I was staying with my grandparents and I, I'll never forget my, my grand, my grandfather went to go get my medicine or whatever. And, and then, you know, he came back and he, um, had some baseball cards that he picked up at Hook's Drug Store, uh-huh. uh, over on, over on, over on Bradford Street. Well, and yep. I, I opened, I opened the packs of baseball cards. They were clear and Donner's and Topps baseball cards uh-huh. and, I started, you know, really just, you know, digging baseball cards, and, and that's how I became a Yankee fan, actually, believe it or not. Um, I was like, hey, these guys are cool because they got pinstripes on their uniform. <laughs> uh, and, and, of course, you know, Reggie Jackson and Billy Martin was the manager at the uh-huh. time. And um, so I really got into baseball at a young age and then started watching football and, and basketball. And, you know, of course, remember when the Giants were, you know, state contenders every single year. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's pretty much you know, from 76 on, but, uh-huh. um, I, I, when I got into my teen years and started to get into high school, it was like, okay, I'm too skinny to play football. Cause I'd get killed. <laughs> I was, you know, I was a five at the time, about a five, six, five, seven kid with, uh, little to no outside jump shot. <laughs> so I'm like, well, there was basketball. And, I could I could play the outfield really well in baseball and catch anything that was hit within ten to twenty five thirty feet of me, but I couldn't hit the curveball. You want to get my cord out? You throw him a curveball and he'll stand there like and look at it. So I was like, okay, well I can't hit a curveball, so that takes that out. So at a young age, I said, okay, well you know what? I may not be able to play it, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to learn to talk about it, awesome. and I'm going to learn. Every single thing there is to know about the game, the integral parts of it, and I began then at a young age to talk to coaches and wow. players and athletic directors and read up on stats and, and watch professional games and college games and just just really absorb as much as I could. And ultimately, that's how I determined, okay, you know, hey, I'm going to learn to talk about it. If I can't play them... I'm going to talk about them and, and do that. So that was, you know, that was really, you know, started at a young age for me uh, to be able to, you know, really start my craft at a young age. And I remember, you know, Monday Night Football with Howard Cosell and how much I loved Howard Cosell. And, you know, because we're in Indiana, WGN and the Cubs games with Harry Carey and uh-huh. how much I loved Harry Carey. And, you know, so hearing those guys and, and, you know, certainly locally, names that people are going to know, Jim Brunner and Dave Paylor. Um, My grandfather was the engineer at WBAT for 57 years. Really? So I was a little brat running around the hallways of Miller Avenue at 12 (laughs) years old, bothering Jim and Dave and talking to them and doing all of that. So it was one of those things for me that I grew up and wanted to become Jim Brunner. I wanted to be Uh Dave Paylor. Right. And then here I go, fast forward to my... Working for Dave Taylor. I'm working with Jim Brunner. So it was like, you know, to have someone who I grew up around then become my mentors, uh-huh. it, you know, that that's ultimately where for me that I really took off. That that that's great. And that's see you're you're taking me down memory lane. Yeah. You know, I I can remember all that, you know like you said back in the day, you know, you could watch the Cubs every day on WGN. Every oh, day, absolutely. every now, day. Yeah, and, yeah, and now you've got to have a uh, <laughs> pretty much a, a satellite dish and everything else to uh, basically you pick up the Cub games, which is sad. So. Yeah, yeah, you get that. Well, sorry, this station's blacked out. <laughs> yeah, ex- exactly. Yeah. Just, yeah, yeah, that's that, that. And you talked about the you know the Giants. You know, I, I graduated from Miss Cinewall, but you know, I like like Conrad and I said, you know, we we bleed red and white, but. You know, if, if we're out of it, we root for whoever's still in it in this county. I mean, and... Oh, yeah. It, yeah go ahead. Go ahead. You're, you're fine. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say that, you know, that's, a, that's a, a, a great point that you make that, you know, people people would always say to me, you know, they, they would 
oh, well, you're a Marion grad. You're, you know, you're, you're a Marion boy. You're, you know, you're marrying this, marrying that. And it was like when I got into broadcasting, you know, in, it was actually 20 years ago uh, when Dave Taylor said, hey, we're going to start doing a county game of the week on WCJC. We've got the Giants on BAT. Let's do a county game on CJC. Right. You're my lead guy uh, for the county game. And I, I remember, you know, starting to do Oak Hill and Eastbrook, Madison, Grant, and Cinewa, And, you know, over the years have basically developed into that role to become kind of that voice for those schools. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, and, and everybody says to me, and I get teased all the time, about it when Oak Hill had their two state championship runs in basketball back-to-back years. Right. And I went all the way with them through the tournament. I had everybody teasing me that I was Mr. Oak Hill. Uh-huh. And I was, you know, <laughs> and then, you know, Eastbrook makes their state in football. Then it's, oh, well, you're you're Mr. Eastbrook now. You're, right. <laughs> and I'm like you. Hey, I am, when, when county schools play each other, I'm Switzerland. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I, yep. I, that's a good analogy. You know, uh, back then it was it was harder to stay plugged in than it is now. How'd you do it back then? Get all stay on top of all the scores and and stats. Yeah, you, you know, one of the things I you know certainly utilizing the newspaper um, that was you know utilizing the newspaper back then was was certainly a way to keep up on things. Um, you know, another way, another way to keep up was I just, you know, again, like I said earlier, I'd talk to players, I'd talk to coaches, I would talk to athletic directors, I would talk to my friends that went to other schools and, and just, you know, Hey, I was at the Marion game Friday night. You were at the Mississippi game. What happened? You know, tell me about, you know, and uh, I just absorb as much information as, and, uh, you know, certainly, you know, listening to post game shows. Um, you know, coming, you know, coming home after the ball game and, and turning on, you know, Channel 8 Sports back in the day with Patrick and he would do the sports locker, uh, on Friday nights and, and talk about all the games across the state. And I would just, I would write things down. I would just keep like journals and uh, on top of journals of just things that I would just write down, you know, records of, you know, this team or that team. And then every year when Hoosier basketball came out, I would always get a copy and, and I'd read that thing cover to cover every single year because I wanted to know about every single team around the state of Indiana and, you know, who was this player and who was, you know, going to be Mr. Basketball and who was going to be really good. And yeah, it, it just developed into a, a, a passion and, you know, some would say an obsession, uh, you know, but it was that, – that's how I did it. I just, you know, talking to people, you know, and just – trying to get the info as best you could because, yeah, it was it was a different world back then than what it is today. Well, I can definitely hear the excitement in your voice. Oh, yeah. You know, talking about sports, being a, a commentator. Uh, about the only color commentator that I can't stand is Joe Buck. But. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I'm right there with you. I, I always... I, I always say, broadcast your old man was, Joe. Uh, yeah, I just, you know, his father, Jack, was a legend, and, and yeah. I just, yeah, not a Joe Buck guy at all. Um, of course, you know, back in the day, um, Howard Cosell, uh, if you remember back when, you know, the, the athletes started doing color commentating, and, you know, they would come into the broadcast booth, you know, they'd retire, and that was the, you know, that, that, started kind of in the 70s where you know before it was like hey you're gonna have keith jackson and kirk gowdy doing a game together and it's like well both of them are play-by-play guys uh, but then all of a sudden you know you started getting the frank giffords of the world and don meredith and you know these other guys that started into broadcasting as color commentators that were former jocks and i remember howard cassell and, and in my howard cassell voice i remember him saying it it's jockocracy, I tell you. <laughs> Pretty good there. <laughs> he, he, he would he would go off on the jockocracy. What uh-huh. qualifies this man <laughs> to step into a broadcast booth to be a broadcast journalist? That's when perfect. He played sports, but he can't eloquently talk about the game. <laughs> I mean, you know, and that was Howard. 
Yeah, it was. I mean, that yes. was Howard. Uh-huh. And, and, you know, so you've got some of these guys like Chris Collinsworth. Oh, he's on my top of the list of, oh, I can't stand to listen to him. It's just, I'd, I'll get TV and just talk about it myself instead of listening to him. But, yep. you know, there, for, for, for the bad ones, there are a lot of good ones too. And, uh, you know, there are guys that I, you know, that I really today I listen to and I think, okay, yeah, you know what? They're really good at their craft. And for the guys that are athletes, you know, they really good color commentators and can talk about the game. And, and I know Howard's probably rolling over his grave in his grave <laughs> hearing me say that, but, but there are some guys that are really, really good. Well, I got to know, what are your thoughts on the Manning brothers doing their comment? You know, because I think it's you know, some of it's hilarious. The, the one thing you can say about Peyton and Eli Manning, they're entertaining as can be. I, you, you know, they just are absolutely entertaining. Uh, Peyton is, you know, certainly a student of the game. Uh, you know, he's got that southern drawl, and you know, he just yeah. kind of, you know, got that drawl that he does, but. He's entertaining. He's likable, uh, you know. And same with Eli. Uh, you know, they're just they're really likable. And and I think that what ESPN was doing with that was was pretty smart uh, to have that alternate broadcast. To, you know, especially here because everybody worships the ground Peyton Manning walked on. Uh, and I think yeah, it was smart by ESPN to do that. They've tried to replicate it with baseball with A Rod and Michael K. No, that's you know that's not going over well because a lot of people hate Alex Rodriguez. Um, I can say as a Yankee fan, I tolerated him. Uh, Me too. You know, pretty upset with him. You know, he you know hit three sixty in the regular season and get to the postseason hit one twenty five. Right. Well, hey, I could I could do that for (laughs) two million dollars. Exactly. Give me half of that. I can I can hit one twenty five. I mean. Uh, so, you know, they, they've tried to replicate that. And, and I think sometimes it's like it, it's like a good movie. You, you get a good movie, and then they try and replicate it with a sequel, and the sequel sucks. Right. Like Caddyshack 2. Uh-huh. Yeah. Probably, yeah. The, probably the worst sequel ever made. Probably. Oh, my gosh. Um, that's hard to watch. You know, yeah. I mean, so the original's great. And, and I think that ESPN fell into that trap with baseball and you know, and, and I like Michael Kay, obviously, as a Yankee guy, but I, I just think because A-Rod's not necessarily likable, um, that's why they're not seeing the viewership there. Who's your, uh, who, right off the top of your head, who, who's your favorite Yankee? Derek Jeter, without question. Um, he is, Derek Jeter, to me, is the epitome of class. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen the captain, the the series that they're doing on ESPN right yep, now. Yep, they're, I've been watching that. The, the seventh part comes up tomorrow night, I think, on Thursday. Um, but, you know, Derek Jeter is just absolute class, and I and I remember when he retired in 2014 that I had friends of mine who hate the Yankees. I mean, absolutely just they, they vomit just to the, the say the word Yankees. And they were like, we hate the Yankees, but God, we respect Derek Jeter. I mean, it just, and what wasn't to like about him? I mean, he's just a class act and, and raised by a good family upbringing. And, uh, yeah, yeah, he's without a doubt my favorite Yankee. I've got, you know, I, I, I grew up, you know, back when the Yankees were just killing it. Uh, Tino Martinez, uh, Bernie Williams, Scott Brocious, which mm-hmm. Scott wasn't like a big name for the Yankees, but I always liked how he played. Oh yeah, absolutely, and and, and that's that's the uh, that, that's the thing about that team. You know that team. You know ninety six. Um, the uh, I graduated that year, so. It, it, oh yeah, well you're you're just a youngin. Uh, yeah. But but you know the '96 team, the '98, '99, 2000 champions when yep. they won three in a row. I mean the guys on that team. When you look at that team and you go all over, you go around the diamond. You go Tino Martinez at first, Paul O'Neill. Yeah, we had Paul O'Neill in right. You had Bernie in center. You had a guy, 
you, you know, you had a guy like, uh, you know, I, I hate to say it, Chuck Knobloch at second. He, you know, obviously couldn't couldn't throw the ball from second to first. But we call that Steve. We call that Steve Sachs. Steve Sachs. People that are old enough to remember that. Yep. Um, but you know, you had Jeter, you had Brocious, uh, then later Aaron Boone, of course, or as Boston fans call him, Aaron Bleepin' Boone. Um, <laughs> you know, you you had Cone and Pettit and Wells and Clemens and you know, Posada behind the plate, Mariano. You look at that team, and, and that is the epitome of what a team in team sports is supposed to be. You know, there are a bunch of egos on that team. There yeah. are 25 egos on that team. But what made it work was Joe Torre is the manager and Derek Jeter is the captain of that uh-huh. team. And, and without Joe Torre and without Derek Jeter, that team doesn't win four championships in the, uh, in the 90s and, and 2000 and then – Ultimately, in two thousand nine. Yeah, man, this—you didn't tell me this was going to be a Yankees podcast. <laughs> yeah, well, sorry. Yeah. Hey, you want to talk about uh, Wells coming in uh, and pitching uh, hungover? And <laughs> he wasn't the uh, yeah. only one. No, because yeah. if, if you look at my name, you know you you can figure out who yeah. my favorite team is. Who was I named after? The greatest hitter uh, ever. <laughs> uh, you got a Red Sox we, fan between two Yankees wait, fans. Wait, are we are we talking about Pete Rose? <laughs> wait, no, oh no, I'm sorry. We were talking about Tony Gwynn. Oh uh, yeah, hey, he, uh, he's second. Uh, I, yeah, well, I tell you, you know, Ted Williams, you know, pure class, uh, certainly as well. But um, you know, I. I I hate the Red Sox, so sorry. I, you know, sorry, Dad. I, I, well, I hate the I hate the Red Sox because I'm supposed to. I'm well, a Yankee fan. I, I would know. rather I would rather I would rather lose or not make the playoffs. <laughs> I'd rather not make the playoffs than lose to the Red Sox in the playoffs. And no, I still haven't gotten over 2004. Well, yeah, I know that was hard. <laughs> I have a picture of me with a Red Sox T-shirt on, and it was strictly only because my daughter played. Coaches pitch softball <laughs> and her team was called the Red you Sox. Know, it burnt you my know skin. What? And that happened to me the first coach softball as well. Yeah, I, I wound up being a coach of the Red Sox. This is like <laughs> brutal. And I and I told I will not put that shirt on. I'll wear a dark blue shirt with a Yankee hat. I will not wear a Red Sox shirt. I refuse. <laughs> You, yeah. you can fire me or not, I don't care. I will not put that on. And they're like, whatever, you don't have to. And I'm like, good. I, 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 I got a picture of me in it because of the team pick, but it, it was for my daughter, so. Yeah. Sacrifices we make, right? Yes. That's right. Yeah. For your kids, you'll do anything. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And I want to jump back on a point you made a few minutes ago, you know, because I'm like you, you know, I'd get up every morning, I'd go out, I'd get the Chronicle. I'd open it up to the score box page. Mm-hmm. I could almost memorize that. I mean, the box scores, they used to put the umpires' names in there. Oh, yeah. It Absolutely. Everything. It was, the, so, you know, we had the Chronicle. We had the sports hotline. That was, you know, yeah. I'm sure you hold Ken Hill in high regard as well. Uh, Ken Hill, great man, and, and a lot of hours that he put in. To, uh, I mean, it would it would be he'd be like at a game one spot, and all of a sudden, you know, forty minutes later, he's at another game. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, the, uh-huh. man, the man was a legend, and and you know, it, it certainly uh, you know belongs to where he is in the Hall of Fame and the Grand yep. County Sports Hall of Fame. Exactly. And being president of that organization, I I definitely have high regard for him. Definitely. That, like I said, you know, because back then, you know, I remember the Sporting News. You, oh yeah, you, you absolutely. Get your, Sports Illustrated every week, oh, yeah. and just you know, just I I was immersed in that stuff, and it just then then we jumped on announcers. You know, Andy, give me your top three favorite sports announcers, whether it's a a play by play man or a color commentator. Uh, I can give you two that are pretty much one A one B, and they're interchangeable: Harry Carey and Howard Cosell. Okay, yeah. Um, as far as a third, um. Wow, that's tough. Um, I mean, Jack Buck was—he was—he was so good. I mean, I'll never forget the 
91 World Series, and we'll see you tomorrow. Uh-huh. Night. Yep. <laughs> on, the, on the Kirby bucket home run. Right. Um, but Vince Scully, we just lost him last yep, week. Yep, he was uh, great. You know, and you stop and think about Vince Scully and the years that he did those games. Oh, man. He worked alone. Yeah. He worked uh-huh. alone. Uh-huh. He didn't have a color commentator. No. And, and, guys, I'm going to tell you, as a play-by-play guy, it is hard to do games by yourself. Oh, yeah. Uh, especially baseball. Uh-huh. Because it's, Here's the pitch, ball one. <laughs> Here's the pitch, ball two. I mean, it's, you know, yeah. you, you've got to always be talking to not have dead air, especially on the radio. And Vince Scully was, he was, he was a master at that. So, you know, even though it was for the Dodgers, um, you know, but, but still, I, and, and Costas is good. Mm-hmm. I think Costas over the last uh, probably 10 years has kind of uh, went off the rails to me a little bit. Yes, he has. Um, with, with some of his, you know, political correctness and, uh-huh. and things like that. But, but uh, you know, back in the day, he was really good. Um, but, you know, Howard and Harry are at the top of the list for me. I mean, those two guys are, are icons and legends. Bob Costas is a big baseball guy. I mean, he is. Yeah, I, that's I, his, oh, he's huge. That's his favorite. Yeah. And, and baseball, yeah. Al Michaels, baseball is his favorite sport. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and, I, and yeah, I didn't mention Al Michaels. I mean, he 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 was very good back in the day. I think he's at the point where probably needs to retire. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, the Super Bowl last year was painful. Uh-huh. Uh, bad enough with Collinsworth and Michaels didn't make it any better. So, but but Al Michaels again, a, a, a true legend. Um, you know, I mean, do you believe in miracles? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 You know, yeah. one of you know one of the all time greatest calls in sports. So, yeah, very. Uh, interesting commentator right there, Al Michaels. Who's your favorite, Conrad? Um, John Madden. Okay. Uh, I yeah, I, I always enjoyed uh, uh, Monday Night Football with John and Al. And yeah, Madden was one of those guys that you know he you either loved him or hated him. You know, there was no in between with Madden, yeah. and a lot of people loved him because he was just. He was just right there. I mean, you know, he just, you know, and, you know, and he would just, he would just go on and on. And, and, but, but Madden was an icon. And, and, you know, it's sad today that, uh, you know, if you're under the age of, what, 40, I mean, I guess that would make millennials. So if you're a millennial, you think John Madden created a video game and right. don't realize uh-huh. just how good of a football yeah. coach he really was. I yes. Mean, he still has the highest winning percentage of any coach that coached 10 years or more in yeah. the NFL. Uh huh. And, you know, I was blessed with that because I, I played every single Madden game. because <laughs> <laughs> you're young. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. I, I'm no spring chicken. I used to you know, and, and Go ahead, Andy. Say that, you know, I, I look at, you know, those guys that we're talking about, and I remember, you know, again, 20 years ago, Dave Paylor calling me into his office and talking to me and saying, you know, look, you know, you're going to do this. We brought back the fifth quarter back then, uh, the show that he hosted for years. Uh-huh. Um, and, and I was doing that. So I was doing games and then running back and doing the fifth quarter. And, you know, I'll never forget Dave saying, just be you. Uh-huh. Just, just be yourself. There are going to be people that love you. There are going to be people that hate you. Uh-huh. Just be you. Always be yourself just be Andy. Yeah. And, and it was like, okay, I took that and I, and I realized, okay, yeah, I've got to be me. The one thing that I was able to do though, was as we're talking about all these guys to take a little bit of Harry Carey, to take a little bit of Howard Costell, to take a little bit of Al Michaels and Bob Costas and Ben Scully and Ernie Harwell and, you know, different guy, Jack Brickhouse, uh, oh, yeah. older Cubs fans. I mean, take a little bit, a little piece of each one of those guys. Take a little bit of Jim Brunner. Take a little bit of Dave Paylor. Put it all together in a pot. Stir it all up. Mix it all up. And 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 I think that's one of the things that fortunately you know I've been blessed with with my with my longevity of of doing this so long that now I'm calling games with coaches. That were players when right. I was calling uh-huh. the game. Right. So yep. that, that you know, I mean, twenty-seven years in business and and doing it, and and it's you know, it's one of those things where I feel like that's something that that's helped my longevity and and helped me stay around as long as I have. It is just 
one, being authentic to who I am, but also treating these kids like they're superstars. Exactly. And you, that's... Know, you know, and, and that, that for me, I get more enjoyment out of that than anything else. I get so much enjoyment out of, you know, talking about a, uh, talking about one of the kids and, and coming up with a nickname for them. Oh yeah. And, and you know, and, you know, especially if they're, you know, a freshman, sophomore, you know, giving them a nickname and, uh-huh. and getting it to stick. And, and there's nothing more rewarding for me to look back on all the kids games that I've called over the years, no matter what sport it was. And, to know that, you know, I developed friendship with a lot of these kids. Exactly. Exactly. And, and, you know, to, to boost these kids up and, and make them feel like they are like, like they're Mike Trout, make them feel like they're, you know, like they're Lamar Jackson or Peyton Manning or Uh whoever you want to pick, you know, I, I want them to walk around and feel like they're special. Exactly. And, and, and that's, you know, that's something for me that I've, I've developed. And, and again, is it for everybody? No, it's not. But as, as Dave told me, you know, years ago, as long as they're making noise, you're okay. Yeah, I mean, that, <laughs> that's, that's right. what makes you good at what you do. <laughs> you know, they stop making noise, no problem. Now you got to start worrying. But as long as they're making noise, whether it's good or bad, there's no such thing as negative publicity. Right. And, and you know, and, and I'm an individual who, you know, 20 years ago, I got suspended. You know, I got suspended for broadcasting. Um, I made some mistakes and said some things that I shouldn't, and I got suspended for two weeks. And then I came back after the two-week suspension and got suspended again. Um, <laughs> you know, um, and, and you know, I I joke, you know, back in 2012-13, I was fortunate enough to be the recipient of the IHSA Distinguished Service Award. Wow. And I, and I joked with the commissioner then, Bobby Cox, at dinner. I said, Bobby, I might be the only person in the history of this award that's been suspended, banned, <laughs> and then win the award. You know? so, and, and he, you know, he laughed. He goes, well, yeah, that, that might be true. Um, you know, and Bobby was one of those guys that, boy, talking to him, it was, we had a love-hate relationship with one another because I would <laughs> hold his feet to the fire and say, Bobby, class basketball is the dumbest thing ever uh-huh. invented by man. Right on. You know, why, why, don't, why, don't we have, why don't we have class wrestling? Why don't we have class uh-huh. cross-country, class swimming? Well, those are individual sports. And then I would fire <laughs> back with, well, Bobby, why do we give out team trophies then? You know, uh-huh. I mean, so, True. So, you know, so we would always have those discussions, but, yeah, I mean, I, I've you know I've been around long enough and around the block long enough to know that hey, not everybody's going to like what you do, but at the end of the day, if I can make a kid feel special and make a kid feel like a, an all star and make a kid feel like he you know he is something or she uh-huh. is something, my job's been done and, and I've done my job to the best of my ability. That's and awesome. that's great. That's great. That's awesome. We're going to take uh, take a moment and hear from one of our sponsors. Onan Construction Group for all your exterior home improvement needs. Specializing in roofing, siding, and gutters. Get a professional, quality job done at a competitive price. For a free estimate, call Trevor at 765-661-0689 or go to mononconstructiongroup.com. You've tried the rest, now call the best. Monon Construction Group, LLC. And we're back with Mr. Andy McCord. You still there, man? I am. Fantastic, fantastic. So uh, I want to get into something real fast. Well, not real fast, but uh, I, I, this new show you're working on, can you, can you mm-hmm. tell us the premise about it? Yeah, the Action Sports Network is a full-blown sports network serving Grant County. Uh, we, will, we launch Wednesday the 17th with Coach's Corner. We'll have the Grant County football coaches live at Wings, et cetera, in Marion starting at 6 o'clock. And we'll interview them about the, the upcoming weeks uh, and the previous games uh, all season long during the football season. And then we'll do the same thing for basketball with boys and girls basketball coaches. But then we will also we'll have every county football game on the air for the Grant Four schools. So Eastbrook, Mississippi, Cinnawall, Madison, Grant, and Oak Hill. We will have those schools covered. 
Uh, we're doing every football game. We're going to do volleyball. We'll also do boys and girls basketball and baseball and softball. Got a good group of broadcasters put together. Uh, people will be able to go to our website or our app, look at our broadcast schedule and say, okay, hey, we want to listen to the Eastbrook game tonight and click it. And the Eastbrook game will be on their phone or their laptop computer. Uh, they can say, well, we want to listen to Mr. Cinewall. And then we'll have another broadcast team there. We'll have, you know, so we're, we're going to be a full blown network. We've got a lot of great response from our sponsors, which we're so thankful for. And, and we're just, we're really excited for this to really take sports in Grant County to the next level. Uh, not only with the technology of the smartphone app and the website, but also in, you know, the amount of coverage that we're going to give these schools. Um, you know, we joked earlier about me being, you know, Mr. County now, um, you know, but, <laughs> uh, but, but honestly, you know, we, we feel like, you know, we can, you know, provide these four schools with a lot of great coverage. I've talked to the athletic directors and the coaches and they're fired up for it. And, and we're certainly excited to get things rolling on Wednesday, the 17th the coaches corner. And then, the 19th uh, for kickoff of week one of the high school football season. And we've got some other things in the works as well for the sports network. I will tell you that um, I've been doing a show on Facebook live with my Facebook friends called the sports doctor. I, was... I did that. I did that back um, a few years back on uh, one of the local stations in Marion. And then it uh, got taken off the air. And so I decided a few years ago to start doing it on Facebook Live and was doing that just kind of with my, you know, my Facebook friends and, and doing that. And, and we're going to look at bringing that back to the uh, and part of the Action Sports Network as well. We're still working on a when it'll be on the air type of thing, but we are looking to uh, bring that back and, and do that as well and, and give folks uh, a chance to hear from other coaches of other sports or you know, you know, sports topics, uh, you know, around the state and around, you know, the, the nation uh, that are really hot sports topics at the time. That and sounds it, awesome. It does. That's going to be great. And, and yeah. that, that's one of the big reasons why I wanted to get you on here, Andy, is so you could, you know, talk about all this stuff you've got planned. Um, I mean, I, I go back and forth all the time checking yeah. Max Preps, and sometimes those scores aren't up yet. No. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, so what, what's yeah, the name we, of what's the name of your app? It, it's Action Sports Network. is is the is the network name. Uh, the website is actionsportsnetwork.live. and the app is in development right now. And cross my fingers and your fingers and every other fingers that you can get a hold of that the wonderful folks at Apple and Google have those ready to go by the seventeenth. They're you know, multi-billion-dollar corporation, so right. they're not real <laughs> quick on the the draw. But but all things with my web developer and app developer, they said that they it should be up by the end of the week. But, Is it going to be a uh, subscription? Yeah, nope, it's free. Fantastic! It's free awesome. Wow. Um, and and the easiest way for people to do it, there's two ways to be able to do it. One, go to the website actionsportsnetwork.live, and you can see our broadcast schedule. We can see our broadcasters on there. You can actually listen on the website and you can do that whether it's on a smartphone or on a laptop. But then when the app comes out, we'll have a link connected to on our web download, whichever app you need for Android or Apple. But then at the ball game, when people come into the game, we'll have an ad in every program with a QR code. They can actually scan that QR code. And it'll pop the app right up on their phone. Uh, also, on our, our banners that we're having designed right now, we'll have those everywhere we go with a QR code on it as well. They just walk up, scan the QR code, and they'll get it right on their phones and be able to download it one time, and they'll be able to listen all year long. Awesome. That's that's <laughs> that's fantastic. What we man. need, I'm telling you. That's, that's kind of what Conrad and I decided when we decided to do this podcast. We're like, well... The county needs something like this. Just yeah, we we've but, we've had a blast interviewing coaches from all the county schools. Yeah, we've so had, far. Yeah, and we also yeah. had we, we had Chris Kaufman from the HSAA, one of the assistant directors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But 
and, and you know, we're, we're really blessed in Grant County to have a lot of great coaches. We, we've oh, got yeah. a lot of great coaches uh, that, that are just, you know, they're outstanding. They, they care about the kids. They're in it for the right reasons. And, uh-huh. and just, you know, and I, and I look at a lot of the coaches. I, you know, I call a lot of the coaches friends uh, mm-hmm. because we've developed a great friendship and relationship over the years. And uh, certainly uh, thankful for the friendships that we have and that we've built over the years for sure. Definitely. That's now. Let me. Can this is up to you? I mean, you want to give a shout out to who your uh, your broadcaster is going to be on these county games? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'll be uh, the the lead team uh, with some different guys that'll be doing color with me. But then we've got Dalton Bishop. Uh, Dalton graduated from Mississippi a few years ago and did their Tribe TV and. Uh, did some board hopping work and, and some other stuff. Uh, so Dalton will be uh, doing some play-by-play for us. We have Carson Watkins. Uh, he's a recent graduate of Huntington University from uh, their TCOM department. Uh, he will be doing some broadcasting as well and be a, another play-by-play guy for us. And then uh, also we're excited that uh, we've got Brad Schaus and Grant Schaus uh, father and son team. They're uh-huh. going to be doing some Oak Hill stuff for us. If uh, one of us is at Oak Hill, they'll be doing some Oak Hill games. Grant's actually a senior at Oak Hill and wants to get into the business. And Good. Figure what you know what we're going to start him young and <laughs> yeah, get him yeah. get him uh, get him some work and experience. And so yeah, we're we're very excited and we've got a host of guys that are going to do color commentating for us uh, throughout the year uh, for different sports. Uh, we'll have you know some former basketball coaches. Uh, that's, that's kind of odd. That's, that's called a teaser. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we'll have some former basketball coaches that'll be doing some color for basketball. We'll have, uh, some former football players, uh, doing some color commentating during football season. Uh, so yeah, we're, we're super excited about, uh, what's to come with the, uh, with the action sports network. Well, that sounds great. That's, that's really exciting for us too. Yeah. We, we've had Dalton on here a couple of times. Yeah, he's a yeah. He's he's a good kid. He's he's got a lot of uh, he's got a lot of energy and and you know he I I teased him a while back. And said, man, you remind me a lot of me when, you, <laughs> when I was your age. And and it's like, dude, just just listen to me and and just follow my lead. And and you know we're gonna you know we're we're really excited about where things are headed with the with the Action Sports Network. Well, that's awesome. That's yeah, we love that. Hey, let's go back to your broadcasting real quick. Mm-hmm. What is the biggest game that you have ever called in, oh. your, in your eyes? I know there's a bunch of them, but it, does one stand wow. out more than any of them? Um, boy, there there are a lot of those. Um, I I think that probably the the biggest time that I've ever really lost in the sense of screaming and yelling and everybody, you know, says, you get so excited, you scream so loud, we can't understand you. Um, would have the Eastbrook semi-state game against Bremen a few years back uh-huh. when they were when they were down 33 to 31. Uh, time was running out. They had no time left. Um, and they got down in field goal range. Uh, he, he should have spiked the ball and he didn't. And they ran the team out for the field goal, and there were you know twelve seconds left. Right. The clock's running, and the snap got off, and the kick goes up, and all I remember is saying, "The kick is up, and it is good." <laughs> and I, I just went nuts and screamed for about five straight minutes. And when Coach Adamson came up in the post game show, I had no voice to interview him. Oh so, no! <laughs> uh, that was that's probably at the top of the list as far as like a single moment. You know, overall game, I mean, you've got to look at when Oak Hill won the back-to-back state championships. Right, right. Uh, when the boys won, you know, and then the following year the girls win and, and Todd finally gets his ring. Yeah. And that yep. was so special. Um, you know, and, and, of course, by saying before the game, uh, not on the air, but off the air, looking at uh, my broadcast partner that day, and, uh, you know, because we always – I always like to say, okay, what's your prediction? You know, before we go on the air uh-huh. – um, because you know, I, I've learned the hard way: never make predictions publicly on the air before a game. Because <laughs> if you're wrong, you look like a total jack. Right, so, right. Uh, you know, so we always make them privately. Um, and I looked at him at the girls' game, and I said, "Oak Hill by 12," because that's what the boys won by last year. 
and the girls won by 12. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. You know, and of course, you know, I, I, you know, had to rub that in the face, you know, for weeks on weeks. Well, so, yeah. See, I told you I was right. Not that I would brag about that or anything. Right. No, no I'm, I'm trying to remember. I, I'm thinking you called a game. It was a girls game. Maybe two thousand two, two thousand three. It was Eastbrook and Miss Cinewall championship game, the Oak Hill sectional. Okay, yeah. Buzzer beater. Oh yeah. That yeah. was my, that was my uh, daughter. That was my daughter that hit that shot. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, yep. That was. You know. Again. You know. Those kind of moments. There's so many that I've been able to do. I mean, to. To look at my, you know, my career and to say, man, what's my greatest moment? You know, I mean, people ask the question, what's your favorite sport to broadcast? And my answer is yes. <laughs> I, because because they, whatever I'm doing, um, you know, I say that. I'm not a big soccer guy. Um, I, I'll just be honest about that. Um, partly because I just don't understand soccer. Uh, that's <laughs> one sport too. that I never got into. I never got into it. Uh, I know there are a lot of people that love it and play it, but that's one sport that I just I never really got into. But but you know whatever sport I'm broadcast, you know whether it's a volleyball match, whether it's football, baseball, basketball, whatever it is, I mean it. I'm enjoying it and, and I love it. And you know there's so many great moments. I, I you know been blessed over the years to call Northfield baseball state championship that they won. Uh huh called Southwoods volleyball team in the state champ. Wow. Of course, of course they played Muncie Burris and got destroyed by the <laughs> yeah. university of Muncie hey, Burris. Exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. Class volleyball boy. Whew, that was a great idea. <laughs> um, but you know, then to call the, the Oak Hill trips to the state finals, to call Eastbrook's trips to the state finals to, you know, to have those moments, to have the semi state games of, you know, win or lose, you know, that you're on that pinnacle of, of, of winning a championship and just all of those moments. And, and even even moments that weren't championship moments. I think back to, I can't even remember the year, uh, but Spencer Crin at Southwood High School. Uh-huh. I remember the they name. Were, they, were playing, they were playing Northfield, who was the then coach by Mo Smedley. Uh-huh. And Northfield had a 12-point lead with 34 seconds in the game and I'm saying this game's over uh-huh. it's done Northfield beat Southwood they've upset Southwood because Southwood was really good that that was the year that Southwood went on to beat Deshaun Thomas and Lures in the region right and I'm like Southwood's done stick a fork in them big upset and Spencer Crin proceeded to score 13 points in 34 seconds <laughs> man and hit the game-winning shot from three at the buzzer. I stood up from my seat as the ball was released. And the next thing I know, I'm being covered in a diet sea bath. <laughs> <laughs> See? Those there are was, awesome. I turned those around. are awesome moments. I, I, oh, yeah. I look, I look over my shoulder. I'm like, why am I getting wet? And I look over my shoulder, and there are two women with Diet Pepsi 20-ounce bottles spraying them like it's champagne in Victory Lane. At the and I'm going, no, no. I might have sweared that night on the air. Uh, I, the tape might be burned by now, but I might have had a, I might have said a swear word, one of the seven that the FCC doesn't like on the air at the time. But, but, you know, again, that moment sticks out to me because, you know, it, it was just a regular season game, but it was Northfield and Southwood. MSD Bowl is what I would yeah, call it all yeah. the time. I mean, you know, and, and it was just, it was a spectacular moment. And then, of course, you know, to get the Diet Pepsi bath and all over the equipment and everything else at the end of the game, it just added to the legacy of what that, what that game meant. Well, just hearing you explain that, you know, you know, this ain't no lie. I mean, my arms were tingling just just from hearing your excitement <laughs> from from something years ago. It's just that, that's that's amazing. Hey, let let, let me ask yeah. you this: What's the best high school fan base you've ever been around? It doesn't oh, wow. it, it doesn't have to be Grant County. You know, I I I gotta be honest. 
there, all fan bases are special in their own way. Right. I mean, you know, I, I think that, you know, when you, when you think about Eastbrook football and you, the cowbell. Uh-huh. You know, everybody's ringing the cowbells, you know. Oh, you know I got a fever for more cowbells. Uh, you yeah, know, I don't have uh, that fever. <laughs> you, you got you got Oak Hill and, and the things that, you know, the, and the passion that Oak Hill has. You've got Mrs. Senewal and the passion that they have for their their team and Madison Grant and the passion. You know, and, and there are other schools, I you know, some that I'm not necessarily a fan of. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I, I think Tipton fans are nuts. Crazy. <laughs> um, I've seen Tipton fans get in fights with other team uh-huh. fans uh, because, oh, you're sitting in my seat. I mean, you know, it's my seat. Uh, uh, Franken fans are crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but I got to be honest, probably the greatest fan base following I have ever seen was 85, 86, 87 in the Bill Green Athletic Arena oh, yeah. with the Marriott Giants. Sold out every game. 7,000 people, uh-huh. standing room only. Yep. And and when I talk to kids today, they don't get it. Nope, they, they don't. They truly don't understand that, you know, if every single night that place was standing room only with 7,000 people, uh-huh. sometimes 7,300 people because – they were 10 deep behind the BAT booth with Brunner and Paler. Right, right. Uh, you know, I mean, it just, it, a fire marshal shut it down, you know, if he walked in there. Exactly. But it, that fan base, I mean, I think back to 87, and Scotty Hunt and I were talking about this a few weeks ago, that in 1987, Marion had won the third straight. We were number one in the nation. We won the third straight championship. And I remember those guys, and because I was there, because WBAT was there too, and my grandfather's out there with the equipment, and I'm hanging around too. Uh-huh. As, you know, in '87, I, I was an eighth grader at the time. I was a freshman the following year. I remember those guys, high school kids, sitting at Center Fountain at the North Park Mall, uh-huh. signing autographs for three straight hours wow. for thousands of fans. Man, so. I, I think back to those times, and I think back, you know what? That was pretty freaking special. Oh, yeah. What we witnessed during that era, mm-hmm. to be a part of that, and, and to be in that arena with 7,000 people, to go to Chrysler with 10,000 people in uh-huh. the largest high school gymnasium in the world. Right. At Newcastle. Uh-huh. To be at the Wigwam. Yep. I tell you what, one of the worst places I've ever broadcast from. Is it really? You're on the stage, on the baseline, with the band right next to you. you oh, oh, man. Yeah. That but I'm going to tell you what. For atmosphere, uh-huh. nothing like it in the world today. Oh, uh, I'm you sure. Know, so what, what we were able to witness in that time period, you know, when I think back to, you know, my freshman year, 1988, the end of Purple Rain, when Mrs. Cinewall on Friday night, Chris Schrader and, uh-huh. and Jeff Winnick, you know, <laughs> Jeff Winnick hits the shot. Yep, and, and Jeff yep. and I are dear friends today. He and his wife, Tuesday, and, and my wife, Andrea, and, and you know, we, we're dear friends with them. And I always tease Winnick about, there's the man who ended Purple Rain. He hit the game-winning <laughs> shot. Yeah. <laughs> Mrs. Sinoa. And I told him, Jeff, I hated your gut. My <laughs> I wanted to go on the floor and punch you out because you ended Purple Rain. And, you know, he just laughs. And, uh-huh. but, but think back to that. The end of Purple Rain, 1988. And everybody, Mrs. is going to win the sectional. Uh-huh. After all those years, oh. 1954, the last <laughs> sectional. Well, somebody forgot to tell Terry Martin in the 12 Madison Grand Argyle. Exactly. Because the next night, Mrs. Cinewall loses. Uh-huh. And it just adds to the mystique. It added to the lore of what took place. I mean, those moments were so special. The, the you know, to watch the sectional where Miss Lacinawal and Madison Grant or O'Kill and Marion are playing with right. think back to nineteen eighty three. Think back to nineteen eighty three when you had O'Kill and you've got O'Kill up in the fourth quarter in nineteen eighty three and Marion comes back to win. I mean right. it, it those moments are special. Oh and, definitely. And, you know, to live in those it's a great time. Oh, there ain't no doubt about it. That's 
now, you know, like I said, it's I'm going back memory lane, you know, because I graduated in '82, so I can I've seen all this. I, you know, I I Rocky was a young kid back then when Purple Rain was on, and we'd go to the Marion games. Oh yeah, and absolutely. I, just I mean, you know, somebody, you know, somebody from Gas City probably would have shot me if they knew, but <laughs> <laughs> it, just, it was just it was. What, what what a team and what talent they had! So absolutely, Andy is. Have you had a, or do you still have a favorite person that you like to interview? Oh wow, another great question. Um, you, you know, I, we're so blessed. If I you know if I start naming current coaches today, right? Uh, you know, it would just be really you know I would leave somebody out, but. We're so blessed with all the current coaches we have today. They're they're so great to interview and such good interviews. Um, you know, I, I think back. I've, and I've talked to a lot of people and interviewed a lot of people. Um, be able to, who you know, Hall of Famers and superstars. You know, I interviewed Wade Boggs. Wow. Um, <laughs> you know, I I interviewed Wade Boggs, and and you know, Wade Boggs class act. Um, uh-huh. you know, to interview Tony Perez, you know, great guy, class act for sure. Um, so, you know, I mean, just, you know, be able to interview guys like that, you know, you know, those, those guys are, are, are absolutely fantastic. Okay. Do you still have a dream interview you'd like to have? A uh, dream interview I would like to have, uh, probably, who. Wow, um, probably Derek Jeter. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if, if I if I could interview Derek Jeter, uh, you know, I'd die and go to heaven at that point. Uh, <laughs> you, know, um, you know, I just because I have just so much respect for him and 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 just you know just enjoyed watching him play all the years. So yeah, I would say Derek Jeter. Awesome, that'd be perfect. All right, so uh, we come to a point in the show where Ted has a segment called rapid fire okay i'm gonna i'm just gonna shoot off some questions to you real quick and you give me the first answer that comes to the top of your head got it all right you're at a barbecue you want a burger brought or a hot dog say that again burger brought or a hot dog if you're at a barbecue or a cook, a cook okay and your drink of choice would be on a hot summer's day uh root beer Ooh. Okay. Now, you you already talked a lot about Derek Jeter. Give me your second favorite athlete. Any sport. Drew Brees. Drew Brees? Okay. Yep. Who's the best athlete, whether it's high school, college, whatever, that you've ever seen in person? Sean Kemp. Sean Kemp. Yeah. That's Concord. 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 Wow. Yeah. Okay. Close Close second, Derek Keith. Yeah, well, see, and I remember when we had Jeff Liddick on, he talked yeah. about keys, too. Yeah. Yeah, yep. that was, yeah that's yep. okay. Let me. Who's been the biggest influence in your career? Dave Taylor. Dave Taylor, good. How about the biggest influence in your life? Uh, biggest influence in my life? Um, boy, that's a tough one. Um I mean, outside of the obvious answer, Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. um, I would I would probably say my mom. Awesome, good, that's perfect. Well, Andy, we uh, we appreciate you taking the time and calling in, and uh, we we're we're going to be rooting for your oh definitely for your network, and we're going to be listening, we're be listening, and watching, and yeah, and I'm downloading that app as soon as it's yeah, out. Yeah, me too. Absolutely. I appreciate that, guys. Thank you. And again, sportsnetwork.live. I'd love to have people tune in starting Wednesday next week at Coach's Corner at Wings, et cetera, in Marion. Come out and have dinner with us, too. I mean, we're going to come check you out. I think that's a good idea. Come out and, and, you know, have some dinner with, you know, around the the table, listen to the coaches. And it's going to be a good time. And and we're looking forward to it. And I appreciate you guys having me on. Hey, hey, we have a. Do it again soon. Yeah, yes, we're glad you came on. Thank you and so we'll, much. Uh, we'll send you a link and everything, let you know when we're going to post it, and we'll keep in touch with you. Get it. Thanks again, Andy. Thanks. You have a great day, man.
See you, buddy. All right, and uh, with that, we want to give a shout-out to our sponsors, Beast Prince. And if you need a realtor, Jennifer Swanner over at Nicholson 2.0. Whether you're buying or selling, she'll take care of you. Yeah, she will. She will. Also, uh, if you're feeling a little dirty and you want to get cleaned up, go see Amy and Pat Pearson over at Mama Pearson Soporium. Now, we call them Mama and Papa Pearson. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, if you want to smell good, want your house smell good, your car, whatever, hit them up. Great people, great people. And also... Onan Construction Group for all your exterior home improvement needs. Specializing in roofing, siding, and gutters. Get a professional, quality job done at a competitive price. For a free estimate, call Trevor at 765-661-0689 or go to mononconstructiongroup.com. You've tried the rest, now call the best. Monon Construction Group, LLC.